Well, hello and welcome to the Respect Team podcast. My name is Amy Hanna, and I have the privilege of being the director of the Respect Team, a nonprofit organization that speaks to middle school and high school students about the importance of self-respect and respect of others. This podcast is specifically designed for the parents of young adults seeking more support and resources in raising their amazing teens. I have my dear friend and Respect Team Board President, Paige Glingenfield, with me today. Paige is a licensed counselor and has been working with young adults and their families for several years. Wow, Paige, it has been a long time since we have done an episode together. It really has. Just the season has changed. It looks different, but it doesn't mean these topics aren't super important to continue the conversation about. Yeah, for sure. And before we really jump into this today, we just want to thank our sponsor of this podcast today, which is Brotherhood Mutual. Thank you so much for sponsoring us and for just realizing how important it is for us to do this podcast and to just provide a resource for our area parents of teenagers. So Paige, today we are going to talk about a topic that is pretty fitting right now, which is the topic of gratitude. So in the midst of everything happening in our world right now with the pandemic, with the election, with just the civil unrest, with the tensions that are happening, with our sweet kiddos missing out on things left and right, sometimes it's really hard to think about being grateful. But Expressing gratitude is actually that is something that is really good for our teenagers and especially for the development of their brain. So can you share a little bit about how the brain is affected when we take time to think about how we are grateful? Yeah, this is what's so interesting about brain development and neurotransmitters and brain chemistry. All of that, it, there's a correlation with the way that we think. And it's, it's one of those things where like, what's the chicken and the egg type of mentality? Like does the thoughts come first and then the brain chemistry changes or does the brain chemistry change and cause certain thinking? I, I think it's, a, it, it, it's both in essence, but it shows us that we definitely have control and we have power over our, our thinking and our perspectives. Gratitude is such a great example of this. So gratitude is expressing happiness and joy and and it's an attitude it's a perspective all in the context of the things around you so whether it's in relationships whether it's blessings that you have in your life you are able to see the world in a a positive perspective which is phenomenal right we we love to be able to see all the things that we have going for us unfortunately i feel like the world is very much on at least presently only focusing on the negative. So here's what we do when we focus on the positive. It actually changes our brain. So studies show that the more positivity that you have in your daily thinking life and your perspective, it releases more feel-good chemicals. How cool is that? So the more that you think positive, the better that you actually feel. The other aspect is that it's that half full concept of the glass is half full, half empty we have a train of thinking where the more that we view 
an outcome or, or a situation with a negative lens, that will be our go-to perspective from here on out. So it's kind of like those negative Nellies. The reason why that they're that way is because that's how they develop their train of thought. It becomes a rut, in essence, in our brain. So that it just becomes easier to think negative thoughts. Well, we can switch that up. We can change that through the power of intentional thinking. So instead of thinking, oh, this is such a bummer and this is such a, a disaster, instead we can think this is an opportunity to grow. This is an opportunity to be strengthened. And look at all the blessings I do have, all the things I can celebrate. That starts transitioning our type of thinking into a more positive mindset. And the more that we do that, the more then that it actually encourages positive thinking in the future. It's that perspective change. And what is so cool, again, is the more that we do that, the more that we look at things from a positive lens, we increase the feel-good chemicals, it actually changes our immune system. It changes our, our physiological bodies, all because positive thinking ultimately transforms everything holistically. So it is, it's super cool that we get to practice this, and it's something that we can intentionally do over and over and over again. But it takes effort and intentionality. I know that it's so easy right now to just be disappointed and stressed out and fearful because things are very much out of control and, and scary, frankly. But if we take that step back and look instead at the things that are going well or looking at negative situations as a positive opportunity, that in itself promotes this positive thinking. And when we model that for our kids, when we model that for our relationships, Think about the transformative nature of those conversations, because now it's trickling down to other people. They get to see that they don't have to stay stuck in the negative. They don't have to stay stuck in the stress and the fear. Instead, they can look at things in, in a realistic perspective that, yeah, not everything is great. Not everything is rainbows and butterflies, as I say, but there are always positive things and things that we can do to make it just a little bit better to change our brains, change our hearts, change our emotions, change our relationships, all because of intentional positive thinking. Yeah, that is so well said. And I think it's a great reminder for the parents too. This isn't just for our teenagers, it's for us too. Because it's that saying, misery loves company, right? And it's yeah. so true because so many times we we do get stuck in that rut and we we do think, well, this is just the way my life is going to be and nothing's going to get better. And once we start to enter into that negative thinking, it is very difficult to get out of that type of thinking. So modeling that for our teenagers, I think is so incredibly important. So Paige, for parents out there that want to help their teenagers to start thinking about ways that they can be grateful to express gratitude each day, what are some steps that they can take to encourage their child to start doing these things? Well, I think number one, again, is modeling so that we can show that this is, this is possible because teens get to see the stressors that we go through every day. And if we can switch some of those stressors into, but man, this is really encouraging and challenging to me, or I can become better at this, or I've identified a problem, so now I can work harder on, on fixing it in the future, it, it gives them that structure so that they can practice that themselves. So modeling is the first one. And I think creating opportunities for it to happen. 
So it doesn't necessarily just have to be at the dinner table every night, because if you and your family are like mine, we, we have an activity almost every evening where we're not always eating dinner together. That's not something I'm proud of, but it's, it's kind of our life season right now. So what we do instead is, is carpooling, for instance. We'll, we'll ask those questions about how was your day? Well, let's talk about what you really loved about that. What did you love about today? What was your favorite part? And we go into the negative too. I think sometimes we can do toxic positivity. We can do that too much because we're overcompensating for the negativity in the world. That's not what we're saying to do here. We're saying be realistic, admit that there were really hard stressors and struggles during the day, things that were not great, but then also try to turn some of those negatives into a positive so that it's a learning experience so that it's not just they're focusing on the, the cons, but instead they're saying there could be a pro in this as well. So providing those opportunities is another a great way to start practicing it throughout your week. Yeah, I know within my household with two teenagers, one who was supposed to be at college this year, and then of course her campus only took back 30% of the students, and so her whole freshman year of college is going to be at home online definitely not what we had planned for. Very hard to be grateful in that situation. However, we have basically started this practice in our household. Every night before bed, both of the girls come into my room and I say, what is something that you were grateful for today? Sometimes they just give me the random answer of like, Sam the dog. (laughs) Just because You know, they don't really want to answer me, but I'm trying to make it a routine because sometimes they actually take a moment and they really give me an answer. And I'm like, okay, we are, we're creating some sort of a routine for them so that they do understand there is something to be grateful for for today. Even if it is just Sam the dog, it's completely okay. I love that because it it reminds us too that there are some things that we overlook because it's just such a norm throughout our day that we don't realize that we're actually so fortunate to have that. We are stuck in our our comfort. It's it's unfortunate because it's amazing that we are in a comfortable place, but sometimes that comfortable lifestyle blinds us. So I'm so grateful that I can live in a household where it's warm and temperature controlled. I am so grateful that I have friends that I can call and I can hang out with and that love me well. Like I'm grateful that I have clothes and food. Like literally those are things we should be celebrating every day because of our prosperity. But because we're surrounded usually by people that are on the same level of prosperity, we forget how fortunate we are. So sometimes it really is positive and great opportunity to say, think about the little things, the little things that you overlook every day that you should be grateful for so that it's, it's not so much a condemning or trying to make you feel guilty that you have these blessings, but it's just the reorienting the, the mindset that you should feel grateful. This is awesome. You are blessed. Yeah, that is so true. And I know some families they have a gratitude journal and in this household that does not happen. 
<laughs> We're pretty simple up in here, but I, I know that does seem to work pretty well for some families that they can do that gratitude journal. They can sit down at that dinner time and say, what is something that you are grateful for? Okay, we're going to write it in the family gratitude journal. If that happens in your household, good for you, first of all. <laughs> but if that doesn't happen in your household, that's completely okay. Just start simple with just a simple question of what is something that you were grateful for today? What's interesting, I was prompted with this recently from um, a girl that I'm, I have a mentorship relationship with, and she was teaching me that she practiced this with her little ones. And for my teens, because they do things later in the evening through activities and sports, I don't always get to have those end of the night conversations that are, are deep in meaning, right? So instead, we exchange text messages right before we go to bed. It's right where we're really processing the rest of our evening. And it's, what are you grateful for? How do you feel blessed today? And what is one thing that you appreciate about yourself? So it's even flipping it, not only of the things that are external, we can be grateful for, but it's also what's the internal things, your character, your values, your morals. What are the things that you really appreciate about yourself? So it's also building some of that self-esteem and self-advocacy and self-empowerment which I love to hear. So that's another thing people can do, especially with teenagers that have technology, that you can prompt those conversations via text when you're not able to always have them face-to-face -face every day. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Paige. And thank you to each of you for listening to this episode of the Respect Team Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it and that it provided the support that you need. As always, we encourage you to go to our website at respectteam.com to check out our blog, our upcoming events, or just to connect with us. If there is a topic that you would like for us to cover, please send your ideas to info at respectteam.com. And to all of our listeners, we want to remind you to respect yourself, to respect others, and of course, to respect all.